how wide my business is has nothing to do with the depth of my business. The depth of my business and the depth of my relationships over the time that I've spent building it is really a foundation that cannot be replicated in any other way. And you've seen businesses, you've seen artists that blow up overnight. But what you oftentimes don't see is that level of trust and foundation that has been built when nobody was paying attention. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Hello and welcome to another episode of The God and Gig Show. I'm your host, Alan C. Paul, and you are here, hopefully, to learn how to transform your life from the inside out by applying timeless spiritual principles to the temporary creative problems that you might be facing. And what we do here on our Creative Checkup episodes is present a short, inspirational, encouraging, or practical tip that will help you get through your creative week. So today we're going to address a really tough issue. We're going to talk about what happens when you are trying to build your brand, build your creative life, build your project, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Let's talk about when it's really hard to see the next step because your first step, your second step, all these different things you're trying to do to get over the hump, to get noticed, to actually do what God, you feel God is calling you to do. And what I'm going to affirm, I believe God is calling you to do this thing, by the way. The first thing I got to tell you right away is that you cannot connect specific results to the purpose that you are doing this work for. Now, do I mean that you should ignore when things are not working? Do I mean that you should just you know, throw all caution to the wind, just throw money at things that are clearly not making a profit, that clearly aren't connecting with people. I'm not saying that, but I will be very specific in terms of my example. I can tell you that this particular project, God and Gigs itself, was never created as a money-making opportunity or a business for me. It really was out of a passion that I felt that I had to start addressing the connection between what artists need in terms of their spiritual lives and what artists needs in terms of their business and practical life working in the mainstream arts and entertainment space. But it was a place that I was already at. It was a place that I already had kind of really been led to by being in ministry for so many years and music and ministry. And then basically God kind of just dropping it on me that I needed to leave the church job I was in and step back into the marketplace, which was a totally opposite thing of what I thought God would tell me to do. I thought he would always tell me to, hey, go into full-time ministry, stay here. You're supposed to be in church all the days. You're supposed to be working with choirs. You're supposed to be ministering and pastoring and all this other stuff, which I thought was the holiest uh, kind of confirmation I could get was, oh, that's what God wants me to do. Instead, I got an opposite confirmation of, no, I'm actually called outside of the church at the same time that I still perform and work and minister inside the church, that there wasn't one place for me that was going to be a singular focus in terms of my ministry or my marketplace or my music or my art. So right away, you can see why I realized that this was not going to be something that I could just snap my fingers and all of the money and the business would start pouring in because I didn't even know or think of it as a business idea off the top of my head. I just thought, okay, I guess I'm supposed to create something and a home for musicians and artists. So I'll start developing it. And there was no real monetization strategy at the beginning. Now, some of you might say, well, that's your fault. You should have thought of something right away. 
But I think the lesson here is now I am five years, six years into this, that I have such a huge community of people who have seen me stay consistent, even when things did not seem like they were going to be making money or creating a huge platform. The width or the, you know, the how wide my business is has nothing to do with the depth of my business. The depth of my business and the depth of my relationships over the time that I've spent building it is really a foundation that cannot be replicated in any other way. And you've seen businesses, you've seen artists that blow up overnight. But what you oftentimes don't see is that level of trust and foundation that has been built when nobody was paying attention. And what I can say to you, if you are not seeing the results from your business right away is ask yourself, are you looking for the height or the depth of your growth? Are you looking for the deepness and the roots that you're sustaining over time that do take a long time and do not get seen by most of the people who are looking at your business, at your art career? Now, if there's no roots being grown and it's shallow and you're really not getting anywhere there as well, now you got to question why is that so? Is it because you're not digging in spiritually? Is it because you're kind of just trying out ideas and none of them are really taking and you just got, got you know, keep digging them up and trying again, digging them up and there's no roots there. So if there's no roots to your business and there's nothing for it to grow from, then yes, you're going to continually feel stagnant and you may need to look for another concept or something else that has more of a root system and a growth opportunity for you. So all these things are little concepts and mindsets that I want you to think about when you don't see the results right away. Another thing I want to tell you that when you don't see results right away in your business, you do have to say something like, "Mm, let's take a look at the numbers. Now, again, not follower numbers, not necessarily numbers in terms of your finances and how many products you're selling, even though that's an important part of validating any kind of product you might be selling. I want you to take a look at the numbers in terms of your comments, engagements, the people that are saying things and what they are saying. Take a look at the data of the information you're getting back. What are people saying to you? And are you missing something that might help you to kind of break past that plateau that you're at? See, the most important number that you really can look at is the number of times people respond to what you've said and how they responded. Now, you might say, I don't have that many people responding, but let's ask you this way. If one person responded out of 10, that's a 10% response rate. If 20 people responded out of 500, well, you might say, okay, that's only like, you know, 2, 2%, 5%, but it's still a response rate of 5%. You've got to start looking at, at these numbers and saying, okay, I don't see these as big numbers, but there is a percentage. There is a portion of this community that's responding. And now that I see there is a percentage that's responding, what are they saying? Instead of only looking at the thousands that didn't say anything, the thousands that didn't respond, the thousands, you got to get enough no's to get some yeses. And if you're getting some yeses out of the no's, you got to say, why are those yeses coming? And what did they say about the rest of the no's? So if you start looking at the data, not in terms of how many people are not saying something, but the people that are, and even if it's a few what distinguishes those people and why are they responsive and how can I find more people like them? Now you're using the numbers in a positive sense versus a negative sense. You're not looking at it only in terms of who doesn't say yes, but also who did say yes and why did they say yes. You turn your focus to the positive of the numbers and explain to yourself, 
Here's what I need to do more of. Here's where I kind of missed it. Here's where I got a little off kilter and started talking about things that don't really resonate with my audience or didn't start creating art that connects with them. Or maybe I do need to stick with the thing that I'm doing because I get so worried about who hasn't responded, but then these five or six or seven people responded and I need to find out why so I can find 70 more, 700 more like those people who did respond to my work, who did kind of give me some kind of validation and dig more into that. As you can see, this is a mindset shift I'm talking about. This is not about just making a million dollars off your next album, your next project, or even necessarily some kind of explosive growth. This is validation through patience. This is validation through looking through things and not getting frustrated over the first or the second or the third or the fifth or the 10th or the ninth rejection. This is about looking at casting your bread upon the waters, as Ecclesiastes says, and seeing what comes back. And he describes it, Solomon does in Ecclesiastes, as on the waves. We all know waves are pretty unpredictable. Currents can change. So things that come back to you may not be what you expected to come back, and the results that come back may not be the results you expected. The key is, are you going to wait for the next wave? Are you going to keep casting your bread out on the waters, or are you going to give up? You cannot give up and then be mad because the thing that came back was not the thing that you were ready for. Because you waited, you might see the thing that comes back be exactly what it is, or at least you'll have enough information to make the next move. But you can't move out of frustration. You got to move out of intention. There's a difference. If you move out of frustration, you're going to move out of alignment quickly, and you're going to miss out on what might be coming back. But if you move with intention and patience, When you do say, hey, I need to move out of this lane, this particular idea is not working, now you'll have some kind of ability to say, here's why. Here's the confirmation. Here's what I explained to myself. Here's what I learned from these other people that I've had conversations with. And now I know why I need to move out of this lane or that lane. As you can see, this is all about patience, paying attention, and not getting frustrated always about just the numbers and the people that didn't buy, didn't see your thing, didn't give you money. You've got to be able to see past that and say that you can be not weary in well-doing like Galatians says. you got to be able to stay with it. And if things don't look like they are giving any kind of produce or fruit, then go ahead, take a look at things from the root and see if you are digging in the right place or if you need to move over a little bit. But do not lose heart in terms of your entire creative life and throw it out the baby with the bathwater. It may be as simple as a little bit of a pivot, a little bit of a move here, a move there, and then reworking things so that you can see results coming slowly but surely from your patience and your efforts. I hope that encouraged you today because I know that feels awful when you don't seem to see any either monetization or any kind of experience where people are, you feel like there's no response. We've talked about that in a couple of other episodes. You can check those out as well at godandgifts.com and continue to also follow us, subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube, leave us a review. And if you're interested in some free resources, go to godandgifts.com. We've got some great resources there, including a questionnaire to help you go full-time in this creative life and answer some of these questions before you get down the road too far and you don't know whether or not you should stay with this answer these questions that are in this workbook, godandgigs.com slash questions. You can check that out by going to that very website, godandgigs.com slash questions. Okay, guys, I hope I've helped you to really kind of stay the course, 
take a look at things when people don't seem to be responding, when you feel frustrated over your lack of growth, take a look back. Remember, dig deeper roots. Make sure that you're building down and growing down as well as trying to grow up and grow wide. And then number two, take a look at your numbers, but not the kind of numbers that we're talking about. Take a look at the people that are responding, respond back to them, have more conversations, and you will probably see some incredible growth because you were patient and you didn't get weary and well-doing in your creative work. Okay, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining me in this creative checkup episode. Until next time, continue to become the creative that you were created to be. God bless. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.